Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 351. Prepare to embark on a journey with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs. Be bold, take risks, and conquer. Our mission at Walker Corporate Law is to protect entrepreneurs and to help them succeed. If you're looking to skip the huge law firm but still ensure you're protected, then contact the founder of Walker Corporate Law directly, scott at walkercorporatelaw.com. Stream audio of all your favorite books on audiobooks.com using your smartphone, tablet, or PC. And guess what? You can get your first book for free today. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Yannick Silver. Yannick, are you prepared to ignite? I am ready to ignite, sir. Yes. Yannick has successfully bootstrapped eight different product and service ideas from scratch to seven figures plus without funding, taking on debt, or even having a real business plan. Man, I've given Fire Nation just a little overview, Yannick, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your current business. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, John. Uh, So just a I guess a little nutshell version is uh, I got to start with, uh, with with my parents. They immigrated in uh, 76 from Russia here with me, and I was two and a half with, with my grandmother as well. And kind of like a typical immigrant success story, my dad had $256 in his pocket, uh, not real, real great command of the English language. And he ended up starting a company here after he got uh, – well, he, he sort of got fired, sort of had the uh, – the you know the the ultimatum thrown at him when he was moonlighting on the side working uh, at that Washington Hospital Center and uh, I'm glad that he started his own business because I ended up growing up in a family business and there's medical equipment sales and service and pretty much you you know working in a family business um, you have to do pretty much everything and anything and so when I was 14 I was telemarketing calling on my own leads when I was 16 the deal was that I got a car but I had to go out and go go make some sales so. You know, my dad in his very thick Russian accent is like, go, Mr. Yana, go make some sales. Which <laughs> is, uh, you know, that, that was our deal. So I, I'm, you know, this little 16 year old punk calling on doctors who are like, you know, 50 years old, 60 years old. And uh, I got some amazing training and experience just from being thrown out there. Um, so, you know, probably a huge head start from any of my, my friends and colleagues. But at the time, it, it sort of sucked. And um, one of my doctor clients who I really completely outfitted his entire office, he gave me a Jay Abraham tape. And that was kind of like, wow, the lights just went on. And I listened to this Jay Abraham and Tony Robbins tape on optimization, like dozens and dozens of times driving back and forth. And it kind of turned on the lights about direct response marketing, about copywriting, about the idea that you could actually get people to raise their hands or even give you money without even talking to them necessarily. And that was like profound. And that, that took our, our, our uh, little family business from like a regional player to a national player when I started getting really good at, at those skill sets. And so that's kind of like my background history. And then from there, I, I created a course for cosmetic surgeons because those are some of the people I worked with and was consulting with. And, and that went on to do like ten fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 a month. And I was about 20, 26 at the time and left my dad's business and, and then kind of saw the internet really growing. This was late 99. And I didn't have a website. I didn't have an email address. But I'm like, you know, there's something there's something there. And believe it or not, John, I thought I was really late to the game. Like my, my <laughs> friends who are, who you know, are still good friends of mine, they started like in 93, 94. And, uh, but my, my very first product was something called Instant Sales Letters. And I literally uh, 
went to bed, woke up at three o'clock in the morning because I had this question that was burning in my mind for, for weeks at a time. It was, it was, how do you create a fully automated, fully automated website that, that makes me money while I sleep and it's an incredible value to, to everyone. And it's not just an ebook. And, and that's when I woke up at three o'clock in the morning with this idea. And, you know, that became my very first million dollar product. And uh, in the first couple months on track to do seven figure or sorry, six figures. And, and people were like, wow, how did you do that? And maybe you could teach me how to, how to do that as well. And that led to this other career of helping other people take their content expertise and selling it. And, uh, and then, which kind of led into me like about five years ago, really thinking about what I wanted to do kind of for my next phase and what's going on. And that's when I created this Maverick group of companies. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that, but the whole core philosophy is how to make more, have more fun and, and give more. And, and that's, you know, created all sorts of amazing adventures uh, and, and really helped me just kind of kind of live my dream right now. Absolutely. And Yannick, we're going to dive way into Maverick later in this interview because I personally am so excited and enthralled by what you've created there. And I know Fire Nation will be as well. But before we do, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote because we really want to keep that motivational ball rolling, Yannick. So take it away. All right. Yeah. My, my favorite success quote, this is something that was in my journal for forever. Uh, and it was, I, I get rich by enriching others 10 times to a hundred times what they pay me in return. And what I love about that is it just focuses in on a natural law of the more value that we provide the, you know, that, that we just can't help but be rewarded in turn. Love that quote for so many reasons. And there's been so many great people throughout history who have always said, you know, don't try to be that just man of success, but rather become a man of value. And that was Albert Einstein specifically who said that. And those principles have really kind of guided me how I run Entrepreneur on Fire is to, you know, first really just provide that value. And that's where the success will follow from that point. So I love that quote. And Yannick, you've already shared how you have applied that mantra to your life many times in many different businesses. So I commend you for that. Yannick, Entrepreneur on Fire is really about your journey as an entrepreneur because you're a spotlighted guest today. So let's go back in your journey. I mean, you've already whetted our appetite with some really fascinating tidbits that you've done thus far, but we want to focus on a different part in your journey, and that's a failure because we all fail as entrepreneurs, and sometimes we can learn the most from those failures. So take us back and tell us a story of a time that you really just failed. You had to pick yourself up and move forward with some added courage there, and what lessons did you learn from that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think every entrepreneur has that for sure in their history. And, um, you know, for me, I never I never look at them as failures, by the way. I, I'm always about the, the kind of language that we use internally, externally. And maybe that's from my, my background as a copywriter. I don't know. But it's, you know, when you think of a failure, like, oh, you know, that, that really sucked. But when you think of it as, you know, either a turning point or a learning opportunity, or you think of it as, uh, you know, a, a strengthening opportunity, something. I like turning point. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, inflection point, something like I look at all those as, you know, at, at that moment, they, they probably sort of suck. And but knowing that everyone else has experienced them as well, but they, they really spotlight something that, that we need to learn or, or get better at. And and it's a constant thing. Like, I mean, just recently, you know. A lot of people would think, God, you know, this guy has the Midas touch. He's, you know, he can do no wrong. And and even recently, there, there's there been things that, that you know, I, I get blindsided with. But going way back, um, you know, I'll, I'll talk on, on both of those. One sure. is 
way back. So getting started uh, with, with in the publishing world, uh, working with cosmetic surgeons and plastic surgeons, um, I, I put something out there where it was, it was an ad in dermatologic surgery. And, you know, I know this is probably on everyone's coffee table right now. It's a <laughs> popular magazine, but, you know, it's a very industry-specific uh, professional journal. And I got 10 leads for this little program I was doing, help uh, dermatologists get more cosmetic patients. And sent out the letter. It's a 20-page letter that I wrote all about this course. And I got nobody to buy. I'm like, ah, all right. You know, so that could be potentially a failure. So went back, sent out another second letter with the report. Nobody bought, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, this is really not working. Uh, you know, it's time to hang this up. And I, I contacted, um, is actually a support person at at one of the the companies that that was helping me with this, and and she's like, honey, just just mail the third letter, and and that was like, you know, just in, you know, it's so simple, but but it was like, okay, go, you know, that that follow up and that perseverance. So sent out that third notice and it was a little closer to the deadline and I was using my, my dad's fax machine at the office so there's just like the you know every every day for like weeks running up there to see if anyone had fax in their order and <laughs> yeah. nobody did and but you know then I hear this you know and, and it's like it's like the drama is building and then I, I, I could see just from the first part of the fax like it was my order form and I was like just yeah so psyched I was so awesome. excited and it was $900 order and then um so I pulled myself off off the ceiling in a way, and 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 then uh, and then uh, sent back a note to the doctor saying, "Hey, this is being republished. It's going to be available in in thirty days, and we're not going to charge your card until then." And that kind of gave me that that motivation and that magic to really go after it and, and do it. So that's you know kind of a one way back that you know so talking about perseverance or, or follow up. And the other one, which is just recent, which is really interesting, is so about. About six years ago, um, when I started the Maverick Group of Companies, I kind of looking at my life, you know, making a lot of money from what I was doing online, helping a lot of people, uh, had a great reputation, wonderful family, but I wasn't totally happy. And it was kind of like one of those weird, I don't know, coming of age kind of moments. I don't know what it was, but it was, it was like, I, I don't want to do the same thing that I'm doing for the next 10 years. And so I'd always been doodling around in my journal around this idea of, of some sort of adventure, unique experiences for entrepreneurs and combining business and philanthropy and, and uh, some way of, of having more fun or creating these unique experiences. And so I was so passionate and excited about it that I ended up um, spending about $400,000, like just, you know, dumping it into whether it's hiring people that I didn't necessarily need to hire. I wasn't ready to hire. Wasn't, you know, didn't prove out the business model, all the things that, I would tell somebody if I was consulting them not to do. Uh, but, you know, when, when you have a lot of cash, you typically will throw more cash at, at an issue. And especially also when you have a lot of passion about something, um, you know, people will tell you, go, you know, go follow your passion. And if you got a lot of passion, then sometimes you lose that objectivity of, of even seeing where the business model is and where it's not. And so, and you did kind of have a Midas touch up to this point. Yeah, exactly. And, and um, you know, and the thing is like, it would be it would have been really, really easy to just do something very similar to what I, I had done previously, you know, maybe put on a small mastermind group of, you know, 20, 30 people that that goes around and does adventures or 50 people that goes and does adventures uh, throughout the, the world. And, and that was it. But but I had a much bigger vision and what I wanted it to do. And the interesting thing is, so the marketplace is typically going to tell you if you're onto something or not. 
And so you'll get that, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll get results and, and you can frame them as positive or negative. It doesn't necessarily matter, but you, you know, for, for me, it was putting in, putting in too much money, uh, right away without proving out if something was going to work and, and if, how it was going to fit the big picture. And then, so all that really forced me to go back and, and a reevaluate what the vision was for this thing. And I went back and, and have an even bigger vision for what, what we're doing around it. And it wouldn't have happened before because it was really just set up more like an adventure travel company. Uh, but the business model wasn't, wasn't right. So now it's really about like a global network of entrepreneurs that are all about engaging and supporting each other's biggest business goals and uh, impacting the world in some way. And so it's, it's grown to a much bigger, bigger point. And it's, you know, it's gotten to the point where it's, where it's self-sustaining, it's, it's kicking off income and, you know, it's poised to really, really take off. And that's, that's exciting. So Yannick, can we flesh this out just a little bit more? Can you tell us what your initial vision was and then how you pivoted to where it currently is now? Yeah. I mean, there's probably been a couple different pivots for it. And, and um, so the original vision was really called Maverick Business Adventures, which is something that we'll probably revamp to maybe this, this year. And Maverick Business Adventures was just going to be for entrepreneurs, million dollar plus, they could get together and go off on, on a couple cool adventures like Baja racing or zero gravity flights or something like that. There'd be a celebrity involved. There'd be uh, so that adventure piece, a business piece. And then there might be like some sort of mentoring of, of young entrepreneurs. So all the foundations of what we have now are, are still the same as what, what it originally was. But the business model just really wasn't right. It was uh, we didn't have enough people to be able to fill trips throughout the year. We didn't have, um, you know, I hired a sponsorship guy that cost six figures, didn't have enough people that sponsors would want to want to reach. And it was just, uh, you know, there's just a lot of things that weren't, weren't quite, quite right with it. So the major pivot around it was around the fact that it turned into this global network. So it was a little bit even more about the networking and the connections and not necessarily only about the adventure piece. And we still have the adventures and, and they're optional for members, but now we have retreats that happen several times a year to get together and, and really engage each other in conversation and, and brainstorming and, and supporting each other's big, big breakthrough ideas uh, and then having some unique guests there. And then there's a day where we help nonprofits and, and new startups. And then there's a day that's kind of more devoted to like experience and adventure there on those retreats. And so that's, that's kind of how it's evolved. So Yannick, that is really fascinating to see that evolution that you took that business. And if you can just boil down for Fire Nation, one clear lesson that you learned from that experience, you can pass along to the listeners, what would that be? There's probably a couple. I mean, one of the biggest ones is this idea of not getting sucked in with, with your passion, right? Like having making sure that you got some sort of a, objective milestones or, or things in place. Like one of my, my Maverick rules is that you want to you want to bootstrap because that enhances your creativity. And um, you know, we, we didn't really bootstrap this thing. I didn't say, okay, I'm going to spend fifty thousand dollars or twenty five thousand or seventy five thousand. Even uh, it was just kind of you know, it every time that the company needed more money, we just is kind of keep writing checks from the other company essentially. And that was um, that was definitely one of the pieces that that doing it all over again, you would you wouldn't want to do it that way. 
be better at the basics. I mean, you forgot some of those guideline principles that you consult on that you need to bootstrap, that you need to really focus on keeping that runway as long as possible because that's how the business can be more creative. I love how you said, you know, if we had kept it at 50,000 or 25,000, you would have found ways around that. You would have found ways to be creative and to continue forward. Yeah. But the interesting thing though is like, I look back and I'm like, okay, this is how I would have done it different. And at the same time, I'm like, I really don't wish I did differently because it forced me to reevaluate where we were and come up with this bigger vision and this bigger, you know, just a a much bigger mission for, for what we're doing, because it's a really an integrated group, not only just this uh, global network, but there's a, there's a piece that's all about new ideas and there's a piece about education. There's something called the Maverick MBA and it all interconnects. And that never would have happened without having, uh, you know, the quote unquote failure from, from the, the inflection point. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. So Yannick, again, you are our spotlighted guest today and you're doing an amazing job just taking us to these moments in your life that are really impactful for our listeners to learn from. So we want to go to another one now on the other end of the spectrum. We want to go to that light bulb moment that you had an aha moment that you had at some point in your journey that just not only resonated with you, but with your target market, with your audience that you wanted to reach, take us to that moment. Tell us that story and the actions you took to take that moment and turn it into success. Yeah. So I already, you know, kind of hinted at it before at that three o'clock in the morning moment. Yeah. And that question, which was, uh, you know, how do you create a fully automatic website makes you makes me money while I sleep is an incredible value for others, and it's not just an ebook. And that's when I woke up with that idea for instant sales letters uh, back in two thousand. And, you know, I want to preface this by saying that I still don't know how to even put up my own web pages or anything <laughs> like that. It's gotten a lot easier, you know, with WordPress and all sorts of things out there. But at that time, still, you know, pretty, pretty much zero technical skills. I've gotten better as far as I can look at something and be like, hey, I want that and go tell our, our tech team or, or, or the people that can do it to go implement it. And I understand, you know, psychology behind it, but not to do it. And I think that's one of the things that stops a lot of people. But so I woke up literally at three o'clock in the morning and most people might go to bed or hopefully, you know, at least write down that idea. But I jumped out of bed, registered the domain and got to work on this idea of instant sales letters. And, you know, that that really was that light bulb moment because, you know, I look at um, I like hooks and angles and positioning and instant sales letters is what I call a fish product, John. And by fish product, everyone's kind of heard that saying of you, you know, if you, uh, if you hand the man a fish, you feed him for a day. If you teach a man a fish, you feed him for life. Right. And it's kind of bull. People want the fish handed to them. Um, and it's, it's, you know, that's, that's exactly the case. It's like the, the better you can get at that, the better you'll do. Like, I have a, a couple friends and colleagues that I know right now, you know, they've still been creating these, you know, quote unquote fish products and that they've been like blowing up. Uh, one guy has, um, you know, essentially like a, a capture page, like you create, it creates little web pages just for any sort of opt-ins that you want. And, and they're just totally fill in the blank and easy and a bunch of templates and, and they're growing like crazy as a software. Um, you know, so instant sales letters grew, you know, within three months, we were on track to do, do six figures. And like I said, that was a, that first million dollar product. And it originally started as like a $30 product, uh, went up a little bit more, but we sold, you know, tens of thousands of them because of that whole concept of, of the fish product. And then I, I really learned that originally back selling the, 
the doctor's stuff where we, we had these patient attraction toolkits, which were pre-done ads and letters and postcards and press releases and educational reports for a particular type of procedure. So maybe liposuction or maybe, um, I don't know, laser resurfacing or blepharoplasty or something like that. And I continued that on and, and, you know, used them for other things. And it, it almost, you know, pretty much without fail, if you can think of a way of delivering something on a silver platter to your, your target market, they're going to they're gonna love you. And so much of our target market, Yannick, are really busy entrepreneurs or small business owners. They don't have the time to become experts at everything. So if you can right. give them a turnkey done for you, let's just fill in the blanks and succeed. We can focus on what's already working in our businesses then there you go. So I completely agree with that mentality. And I love just kind of boiling things down to one takeaway. And again, in this area, let's just share with Fire Nation one takeaway that they can walk away from this segment from. I think the takeaway has got to be thinking about how you can deliver that ultimate that ultimate value. So going back to our 10x value, hopefully maybe a 10x value with something that is a complete just you know turnkey, fill in the blank, silver platter solution for them. And if you think about it and you get a little more creative on it, it's almost any any product or service you can you can get there. Love that. So Yannick, let's bring it forward now to current times. Let's talk about the present today. You have a lot of exciting things going on. You're continuing to pivot and move in different directions all the time. Share with Fire Nation one or two things that are just really exciting you right now. Yeah, I mean, right now, you know, the biggest things that I'm really working on are this Maverick 1000 group that I mentioned, which are these thousand, you know, game changing entrepreneurs that we bring together a couple times during the year. Uh, the idea for something called Maverick MBA, which is taking all the wisdom and, and the knowledge from, from these guys that have built and gals who have built million dollars to hundred million dollar businesses and then helping really the next uh, generation of, of entrepreneurs learn from that. Uh, and, um, we even have a, a group that we're starting called Maverick Next, which is all about those next generation entrepreneurs and bringing them together too. And so for me, you know, I just really love the opportunity to, you know, in this very wired world to still create meaningful connections and, and really opportunities kind of like to instigate the instigators and, and catalyze the, the catalysts of the world and to create that platform for them to not only support each other, but, but really bring about change and impact in the world. Well, I am so excited personally that you have stepped forward and taken the torch for entrepreneurs and this generation in general that's just really taking on the world by force. The vision for the future, Yannick, I mean, you are there. You are living on that edge. What is exciting you right now that's coming up? I think that really excites me is a couple things. One is, you know, I, I look at entrepreneurship in the 21st century that it's like, a complete, almost like an inner meshing of your being. Yeah. Right. It's like, there's, there's not a real good way of separating, Oh, you know, John, the entrepreneur from John, the person and one in the same. Yeah. I don't think that's such a bad thing. And I love seeing businesses that, that really reflect that. And, and in so many different ways, you know, for me, it, it comes down to those three pillars and I like, you know, the interconnecting, you know, not just growth and profits, but, lifestyle and, and, and creating more fun and unique experiences and, and that impact element. And, and, you know, where those all connect is what I call a maverick entrepreneur, but really it can be a 21st century entrepreneur. It doesn't necessarily matter, but I look at all those things as actually business drivers and, and life drivers. So, you know, where we create more meaning, we actually will, will increase our, our profits and, and things that, 
you know, our bottom line oriented or where we create more, more, more fun or more rejuvenation or more recreation, we, we actually will, will have more bottom line drivers as well. And I see like 21st century entrepreneurship, you know, let's just take the impact element, right? The, you look at companies like Tom shoes and, and feedback and others out there. Like I really love seeing entrepreneurs that, that are, are taking on issues and, and kind of figuring out ways of, of creating self-sustaining business models that also have a big impact to them. And I think, you know, I, I really predict within the next maybe five, maybe even less, you know, about five or seven years that businesses that don't have an impact element that's authentic, that's genuine, are going to be at a competitive disadvantage. And, you know, I, I just think consumers, they're, they're not necessarily going to buy, you know, if Tom's shoes just looked really horrible and crappy and, you know, no one would want to buy them. No one would buy them just because they gave away another pair of uh, shoes to, to kids in developing countries. But, you know, so the product or, or the service has to be really top notch and deliver a great experience or good performance. But the extra bonus element of having an impact, I think, just turbocharges what you're doing. So, you know, that's one of the things that really gets me excited. And I also look at where's like this, there's not as like an interconnected, um, almost like creativity, innovation, intuitiveness going on with entrepreneurship as well, where it's not all logical, right brain only. There's, there's like a, a meshing of, of right and, and left brain and, and this, you know, male feminine energy as well. And, and, you know, mythic and, and rational. It's, it's to me really, really interesting and exciting. It's incredibly exciting for me. And I love the distinction, Yannick, that you're making for the 21st century entrepreneur because I look at my career and I was an officer in the U.S. Army for eight years. And there was a huge distinction between myself as an officer then when I took off the uniform at home, I was a slightly different person, if not more than slightly. And the same thing went for when I was in corporate finance. And then when I was in commercial real estate, I would put on the suit, I would assume a personality, then I would come home and I would take that personality off when I took that suit off. But with Entrepreneur on Fire, what the listeners are getting is me. This is my authentic self. And this is the personality that I've imbued within Entrepreneur on Fire. And that's what I'm seeing so often out there for the successful entrepreneurs, for the Pat Flynn's, for the Yannick Silvers. You know, these are people that are letting their true colors show through and that's really powerful. So I definitely commend you for bringing that point up and for the direction you're taking it, Yannick. I want to thank you for that. And we're going to take just one minute now to thank our sponsors. You probably heard me say more than once on Entrepreneur on Fire that the best thing you can do right now is just start. Just start listening, that is. Right now, audiobooks.com is offering Fire Nation your first book for free. No strings attached. Audiobooks.com offers a great selection of titles. In fact, their entire library holds over 40,000 titles. You can find great business reads to keep you motivated and focused like Crush It and Utility. And the major benefit of listening to audiobooks is that you can take them anywhere you go. All you have to do is download them to the audiobooks.com app on your Apple or Android device for offline listening. If you check out audiobooks.com and like what you see, they also offer some amazing membership benefits like one audiobook per month plus 33% off each additional title you listen to. So head on over and sign up to get your first book for free today at audiobooks.com slash fire. 
Not sure where to turn for your company's legal matters? As an entrepreneur or startup, you're probably on a pretty tight budget, but that doesn't mean you should skip out on legal services. At Walker Corporate Law, a boutique corporate law firm specializing in the representation of entrepreneurs and startups, they actually encourage fixed fees. Why? Because they believe that billable hours reward inefficiency, and that's not what they're about. Walker Corporate Law offers packages like the all-you-can-eat startup package at just $2,900. The mission at Walker Corporate Law? To protect entrepreneurs and help them succeed. With a group of lawyers who all have at least 10 to 25 years of experience, you can rest assured that they'll do both. If you're looking to make a connection with a corporate law firm who cares about each and every one of their clients and their clients' businesses, then contact the founder directly, scott at walkercorporatelaw.com today. All right, Yannick. Now let's move into the lightning round. This is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Ready. Let's do it. Yes. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I don't think there was anything originally. I mean, probably the biggest thing that was holding me back originally was was just family ties to this family business. Um, so I was working in there and then feeling that I had to almost like take it over and, and build it. But when I decided to really just live my life for myself and I couldn't live it for my dad, that was a big turning point. What is the best advice you've ever received? Uh, one of my my favorites is uh, Earl Nightingale, and it's uh, if you, if you want to become an expert at any subject, read or study for one hour a day for for three years, and if you want to become a world class expert on that that subject, read or study for one hour a day for for five years, and so it's just those you know those moments of continually adding and and you know daily practice. That compound effect is yeah. huge. Yana, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe attributes to your success? Being grateful, that, that just that gratitude. Um, and so if, if things are, are not going well or if I'm feeling a little down, it's, it's like, you know, you open up your journal and, uh, and just write down what is going well and, and asking yourself that right question. Okay, you know, what's, what am I making progress on or, or what, what am I grateful for? And, and being really specific about it and, and you know, everything from, from your family or your health or whatever you have, like you have so much more than you even imagine. And when you start focusing in on that part, you just can't help but the energy just shifts completely. Do you have an internet resource, Yannick, like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? One of the things that I've been using a lot lately is this thing called the Brain. Um, you know, I think the, the software is, is really cool. It's not, you know, the interface isn't, isn't as amazing as it probably could be, but it's a great way of, I love mind mapping. So it, it's kind of like a little bit like a mind map, but it has all these interconnected nodules and, and things so that I can see interconnected relationships among, among people, among topics and, or things that I'm looking at. Well, Fire Nation, you can find links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com slash Yannick Silver. Yannick, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? I think our lives change by the books we read or the resources we, you know, we study and the people we meet and the experiences we have. And so many great ones. It almost depends on, on the subject. But, um, you know, Atlas Shrugged, of course, is, you know, an entrepreneurial favorite. We're going to go with the Ayn Rand Atlas yeah, Shrugged right. because Yannick, Fire Nation gets seven great book recommendations. So I like to keep it to one per guest. And I think that's an amazing okay. one, <laughs> especially because yeah. it's about 10,000 pages long too. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Fire Nation, if you don't want to read that many pages, you can get the audio version of this book for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Yannick, this next question's the last question, but it's my favorite. So take your time, digest it, and then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I'd figure out what I was most passionate about. And, you know, if if I'm still me when I wake up, it's going to be entrepreneurship. And so I would take that $500 and probably create uh, just an amazing event in, in one city and, and start calling on some sponsors and people to really, you know, let them know that we're going to be bringing a, a really unique group of, of individuals and that they can sponsor this, this one event and then just start, you know, kind of hitting, hitting the streets in a way, hitting the, the phones, hitting email and, and looking for a few key speakers and, and people to present something and just create this amazing one-time opportunity type event. Um, and, and selling tickets to the event, selling sponsorships to the event, and then using that as like kind of a, a launch pad for, for developing a, uh, a network of people that are willing to, to pay to come together and to develop, uh, develop content that I could, I could then sell to other entrepreneurs. Yannick, I have really enjoyed hearing your journey today, and I know Fire Nation has as well. So share with us just one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Everyone wants to know the exact steps from, from A to Z, you know, whatever they think their Z is to be successful. And typically, you know, if you think about yourself almost being in a, in a super thick, like, like pea soup fog, you're only going to see maybe, maybe 100 yards ahead of you. But when you move those 100 yards, then you're going to see those next 100 yards and you see the next 100 yards. And it's that, that movement that, that keeps us moving forward. And you don't have to have the plan from from A to Z really. And it's just that, that hundred yards of moving forward and doing that one proactive thing a day or, or that one, you know, you talked about the compound effect and, and it's so powerful. And I, I think people can get so much out of that. Uh, and then as far as connecting with me, they can check out my blog at yannicksilver.com, which is Y-A-N-I-K silver.com or maverickmba.com. Well, Yannick, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've talked about, your website, resources, recommended book at eofire.com. Click on the podcast tab. You are hanging out in the archives. And Yannick, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, Sean. Fire Nation. Entrepreneur on Fire generates over 400,000 unique downloads a month and well over five figures in monthly revenue. This is all a result of the podcast I started on September 22nd, 2012. If you want to find out everything I've done, come to podcastersparadise.com. Here you will find video tutorials of everything you need to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. A community of other podcasters to exchange reviews, ideas, and experiences with, and access to private webinars where today's top experts reveal all. Come to podcastersparadise.com to find out more. 
Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 